Um, first of all, let's just say where you're at. You're listening to Too Many Jams. It's a show about all things 20-year-old. With help from friends, experts, and our own personal experiences, we hope to shed some light on those things that seem to leave us lost and confused. Nice. Nice. Uh, Pull that. I haven't said that in a while. That's good. Your memory's working. Um, What we also wanted to think about for this episode is, you know, do we keep saying, let's go before we dive into episodes? Or Or do we change it up? um, Like season two, what's the theme of season two? It's... uh, You know what? Maybe let's leave leave that to listeners. Yeah, if anyone's got suggestions, let's suggestions for openings. We should also give some suggestions. Top of mind, what do we have right now? Okay, the the theme for season two is the story of Famous. Um, the band. The only time, the only the only thing I can think of yelling about Famous is when we used to do those photo shoots, and that guy yelled "faggots" out of the car at us. Remember that? <laughs> I don't think that would. Uh, you don't think that would fly. I don't think that would go over well. Yeah. So Robbie and I, when we were first thinking about getting famous, we just started taking going on photo shoots. And we're like, just get our insta game up, um, and then guys would yell out of the car at us as they do, which is hilarious. Just like <laughs> see two guys taking photo shoots down at Polson Pier. Like three guys. Gobzi was there. Gobzi was there I too. Gobzi was the actual uh, the victim of this story. <clears throat> so we can't yell that. Um, something about yeah. getting famous. It's, oh, it's 2019. We should, our, we should do our let's rock thing. <laughs> oh, that's good. So that's good. Give me a pla- Give you a platform. Let's rock. Let's rock. Let's rock today. Let's rock. Let's rock. Let's rock today. Shoot it. Kaboot it. Couple of these. It's a long handshake. We'll work on that later. <laughs> <laughs> All you know right. What? I actually, I, I actually used to use that one. Uh, Every time, every time I go down the the river, uh, when, when I was before at the top, kayak? before I kayak, I had one that was like let shred, let shred. <laughs> Fuck, we got, we got to, yeah. I guess maybe we well because we do that before we do our our rock shows live. Yeah. Maybe we should think of a podcast specific one. Let's pod, let's pod, let's pod today. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on it. We'll work on that later. It's time to figure it out, Ricky. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't fucking touch me. <laughs> so the intro will go now. I'll oh, just a message from Tompkins. A L- little late. I wanted him to send Billy us. Billy Walsh? Did he send? Bill, Bill, Tompkins, a.k.a. Billy Walsh, <laughs> um, the guy who made our music video, uh, was trying to get... I haven't even seen it yet. Robbie's the only one that's seen our music video. It is fire. Wouldn't know, but I know Tompkins is great, so I know it's fire, but uh, he's he's finally back, and uh, w- Robbie and I have a meeting with a, a record label producer today, and it would have been nice to have something, a little teaser of the video Wait, to show. Wait, did he send it? No, he just, he just, so I asked him earlier this week, Yeah, well, so he was what on did vacation. he get back with? He said, I just got back from vacation. Oh. Let's chat this weekend. Okay. A little late on that. <laughs> a little late. Um, okay, my notes are up here. So season two, we're now doing weekly. What's up? Um, what the what the uh, whole idea of season two is, we figured out what we want to do in season one. And in season two, we're going to now keep the jam interviews going with interesting people because we learned so much from it and there's still people out there that are figuring out what they want to do but now we know our path and we just and we like interacting with you know chatting with our friends keeping it up doing these interviews because because uh, yeah like you mentioned we learn a lot from them and uh, there's so many jams out there that you can you know 
choose your own pathway. So it's it's good to keep up with friends, and you know, it gives us a chance to meet new people too, up, as well. Meet new people, yeah. Um, but then we added these weekly things in because we're now on our journey. So we're going to talk a bit more about our jam in detail. Um, so basically. A few things I wanted to get into first before we get chatting, and we'll probably we'll try to keep these a bit shorter. We had a meeting. But yeah, I mean, I th- I think the goal of these these episodes we're gonna keep them to about uh, like a half hour length. You know, not the, you know, not uh, like, I mean compared to our normal episodes, uh, mainline well, episodes. Let's see how it so goes. Right. We make I, yeah. it, we make these promises a lot, and also yeah. we probably won't do just a sit down catch up every other week we might do pod smashes or like if we have any cool or interesting ideas or or stuff that's just not like the mainline stuff we'll probably just slap them in there when we we'll can keep it fresh keep it fresh uh, a few shout outs we got video now uh one of the listeners uh tevin bell he lives in new york he makes custom furniture we tried to uh get a trip down to visit him um before uh the end of the year but it didn't work out uh, he sent a, a screenshot or an Instagram picture today of him watching Too Many Jams on video on the big screen. Shout out. I showed uh, Robbie that. He's fired up. So Yeah, let's go, Let's Tevin. go, Tev. <laughs> um, we will like probably in 2019 figure out a New York trip where we can come down. Robbie and I will maybe play a few gigs at some bars. We'll get an interview in. And Tevin, as I've heard from... Kristen and Mitchell and I've actually never met have I met Tevin before was he at Kristen's birthday oh was he there potentially that was a year ago though yeah I can't remember if I actually met Tevin but from what I've heard from all our friends is that Tevin is an excellent person to visit in New York he's got like the hip like excellent uh, excellent (laughs) he's got like the underground clubs and like the whole scene laid out he's a really good tour guide like spends a lot of time making sure it's a cool trip Tevin, um, we're coming for you. We're coming for you, Tev. Uh, holiday stuff. How's your holidays? Holidays were fantastic. I actually just got back. Yes, two. Oh, wait, was it yesterday? No, two. Uh, not yesterday, but the day before the night. So two days. Two Doesn't days matter. ago. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Just get into it. Uh, I was in Whistler for um, for about seven days, and I got in five days of skiing. The weather was fantastic. Who's calling? That was Eli. Eli. Sorry, I had to gas your call. Eli, we Eli. don't put Eli on for a sec. Hold on, let's see what Eli has to say. Eli? What up? Uh, Rob and I are literally recording a pod right now. You're live on the pod. What do you have to say? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and that's Eli. That's Eli. Uh, can, I, can I... Is this, wait, is this, is this season two? Season two, buddy. This is your first appearance on it. Muzzle top. Muzzle top. Can I guess what you're doing right now? He's in the car driving. Yeah. (laughs) Could have guessed that. Uh, Eli uh, checks in a couple times a day, usually when he's to or from a factory. Um, Yeah, so we got to get back into it. We got a little short window here, Eli. But, uh, you know, if you got any advice or anything you want to put on, now's your chance. Drink more water. Stick to your New Year's resolution. Love it. Nice. All right, buddy. Okay. We'll, we'll give you a call after the episode. Good advice, yeah. Eli. Easy. Um, good advice. So, yeah, so back to it. I was in Whistler. The skiing was awesome. Uh, got in five days of skiing there. was with the whole family. And uh, some big news. Actually, I think you had it written down. But yeah. my sister got engaged. 
which uh, which is super exciting. To one of our podcast guests, oh, yeah. uh, Jay Van, who uh, he was in last season. So look for his episode. Uh, he was uh, he did the episode on being he he, he runs a uh, Tiger Beer in Canada. He worked for Heineken at the time. Yeah. Uh, study hands, J Van posed on <laughs> study hands. He had the ring on the mountain, on in the, the deep mountain snow. in the deep snow. And uh, if if you see pictures of, I mean, th- this gives you a little perspective of how deep the snow was. If you see pictures online, um, which both of them posted of their their engagement photos, which I took because he he told me it was going down. So humble I, brag. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, not not to brag or anything, but uh. Anyways, if you if you look at the pictures, uh, it looks like he's down on two knees when he's proposing. But oh, this, the, the, it's after his knees. But yeah, because like once you take your skis off, you know if you're stepping down in a boot, you're you just sink down. Like like riding down the hills in Whistler, you're just uh, when you go through some of the glades, you just see the tops of tree like cedar trees poking out. Like it's that that's, deep. That's how deep it is. Like yeah. you're cruising over these trees. But anyways, in the picture, it looks like he's down on two knees. But like he took off his skis and he went to he went to bend down and his foot just sunk down. His foot just <laughs> sunk down all the way. So it, it's kind of funny. But that's actually hilarious. I didn't even notice that in the pictures. I'm gonna take. But but congratulations, Steady Hands J Van. You were, <laughs> you flew a ring to Whistler. You kept it hidden from your somehow sno- kept it your Snoopy girlfriend the Snoopiest the Snoopiest uh, <laughs> for four or five days on the trip, and you got engaged. Congrats, love it. Big um, ups. There were so many engagements this year, I, and I don't even know. Uh, I can't list them all, but like at least five, six, seven people I know in like even the last six months got engaged. Yeah, I guess it's that age. It's things are happening. People are making moves. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> not to put pressure on us or anything, you know. But looking to get engaged at forty-three. Um, wow, forty-three. That's like uh, ten years from now. <laughs> <laughs> bad, bad math. Um, okay, so uh, that's that. Um, my Christmas. Um, or holidays was a lot more chill. Didn't go to Whistler. Parents don't love me anymore. They don't take me on trips. Just kidding. Um, that's true. You were up at your cottage. No, I didn't go you? up. No. Did I you st- not go up? No, I stuck around. I, I work bartending a lot, actually, to get that oh, dough yeah. to pay yeah. for us moving out and our trip to Cali in Feb, if we can pull that off. Um, but yeah, no, I worked a lot. Got to save up the dough. I spent a lot of times as holidays, like it was my off season. Like, like, uh, focusing on mentality and like as if I was working out to get back in the NHL season I, I just like figured out I reflected I organized yeah. everything um, and we'll talk we'll talk about that a bit in the episode but I worked a killer New Year's event for like these famous people it was a, a few Who were they uh, should I say I guess it oh matter. yeah actually you know yeah you know maybe no I don't want to sewer them or anything but it was a nice party um, it's a famous guy and girl. They're on TV shows and movies. You definitely recognize them. And if I bump into you, I'll, I'll tell you. But uh, yeah, and recognize their names until I actually search them. Didn't up. recognize the names, but the faces you recognize. Like, faces I recognize, though. Um, I mean, I don't watch much TV. And it was such a cool group of friends because they're like they're like mid thirties, and it was cool to see what the famous lifestyle brings about. And it brings about a really cool group of people. Like they're friends from LA, Amsterdam, Dubai, and they're all like in their 30s are all successful they all had like cool stuff going on at their house it was at one of their friends condos nice place so nice a three-story condo um or i'll say apartment because it was more like a a, a, 
like a, a four or five story building. Yeah. It was like a three story loft style condo where you could see all the way three stories up and oh, there were stairwells it. going across to like an office and the bedroom. So cool. I'd like to live in a loft someday. Yeah. Big loft guy. Yeah. Uh, and their friends had some cool pranks. So one of the guys in their friend group, I guess is just like really good at pranks or like setting stuff up. And uh, so he wanted to prank the guy hosting the party. So he reached out to a few Instagram celebs to get them to make like a video saying like, hey, I'm coming to this party and like everyone come. I'm bringing a bunch of people to like freak this guy out. And he tried reaching out to, you know, wide neck on Instagram, that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, if, you, if you're on Instagram, you've seen the guy from the mugshots, Wideneck. Uh, he reached out to Wideneck and was like, "Yo, how much for you just to make a little video for us?" And Wideneck, apparently, his management was like 500 bucks, and and a thousand bucks to post. Wideneck's it. got management now. Yeah, Wideneck has management. That's what the world's come to. That's fucked up. And uh, it was like a thousand bucks for him to post it on his page. So he's like, "Oh, like that's too much." I was really expecting Wideneck to be a bit more affordable. <laughs> so he ends up reaching out to Chuck Liddell. And I guess, I don't know if he had like some connections, like he was a buddy, but Chuck did it for like a hundred bucks and just made a little video being like, Hey, I'm coming, uh, I'm coming to this party, looking forward to it. Uh, everyone that sees this video, like come on out. And he like posted it to a Chuck Liddell page. That's on his like main page. But it was like, so this guy who's hosting the party is like, I see this happening. I'm packing the bar out. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like, Chuck Liddell just posted about my party. Tag me. He's like, uh, I guess, uh, like, who knows Chuck Liddell? Like, he's freaking out. He's like, yeah. Um, so that that was funny, and that, that he was freaking out all night. So that was prank number one. Prank number two. This guy had a bunch of artwork in his apartment. Yeah, expensive, nice artwork, and he had this plate by an artist, just like on the shelf. That was like a four or five hundred dollar plate. It was and like art on the plate. Art on the plate, painting on the plate. Yeah. So his friends, being the fucking knuckleheads they are, they took one of their re-gifted plates from some stupid party they were at. It was like a $2 plate that had some stupid art on it. replaced it? it. They, they faked the signature on the back to make it the exact same as the other artist. Yeah. And they had placed it in his apartment like a week ago or two weeks ago at one of the parties on a nice uh, stand when everyone was drunk and this guy just woke up to like a new piece of artwork in his place and and was like looking at it saw the signature and was like yo somebody somebody dropped off a secret gift for me like and it's the same artist like look at the signature and his his brother who's like an art guy was like yeah this is art like I can see it and all that stuff so I'm hearing all these pranks the people are coming up to the bar telling me about the pranks and we're dying yeah because obviously later in the night they fake a whole scene to smash the plate. Oh, no way. They just absolutely fuck with this guy. It was such a fun That's party. Hilarious. Um, so that, just like a cool group. And I, I can see us and our friends, like once we have a bit more money and fame, having the money and time to like, like really like do these like more fun style, closer parties. Like they weren't doing bougie. They weren't doing like, oh, we're famous. Like let's go bottles. And it's like, no, it's like, we're all just cool people. You just want to do fun stuff. Fun stuff with your friends. It was a close group yeah. party. He found out Chuck Liddell was fake as well at some point. Um, but let's get into <laughs> That's the- That's good. Let's get into oh, the episode. And one, more, and one more story, a little uh, a little bit of a downer on my Whistler trip. First day when I'm when I'm driving up to, uh, when, I'm dr- when I'm driving up there, my uh, we stopped off to get some food and my ring, Trav just got me like the brand new knuckle duster from the ring at Wrist and Rye line. 
If you look, he's wearing it right now. So we make these cool rings. Or Robbie helped design it. He was part of the design process and naming everything. It was a big special moment getting his ring. It took a few months because the initial sizing wasn't there, and we we had to sell some. Finally, got him a pinky ring right before his trip. Or uh, yeah, right before it started, fell off immediately. I don't lost know where it. in the in the thick snow of. Uh, the Vancouver to Whistler Highway. You should have given it to J Van to look after. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Maybe then I would have come back with it, but uh, someone's gonna find it out there. You know, enjoy. Enjoy the knuckle duster. <laughs> enjoy your ring. Um, yeah, just a little plug on those rings. Robbie and I spent a good portion last year designing two, cus- like completely like custom rings, like f- fresh designs. We 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 looked at ring like hundreds of rings. And, and they came out really well. They're pure silver. They're really nice. And we did them for like, I think they're online right now. They still are on sale for like, they have a little bit of a pre-order sale still going on where you can get them for like 140 or 150 bucks for a really nice silver ring. We have a whole sizing system online. Buy those fucking rings because if, you, if, if you're a guy that doesn't have any rings and you're looking at Yerman, it's like 600 bucks, 700 bucks. You're looking at Vitaly, it's stainless steel, it's made in Asia, and they look nice. Here's a Toronto-made ring designed by us. They look really cool. There's a Naked and Famous named after our band and the Knuckle Duster and uh, compliments on them all the time. You get them for a good price and it's silver and it's nice and it's handmade here by probably one of the best jewelers in Toronto. So Yeah, they're well-made, well-priced, and they're cool. So Well-made, well-priced, well-dressed, Moors. Moors. <laughs> so let's get or into it. Wrist and Rye. Wrist and Rye. Sorry, that's wrist, wrist-rye.com. Not to plug, but it's also what pays but for like plug. the podcast and our music. So um, <laughs> if you want to support us, that's definitely where to go. Um, okay, so let's get into it. We have about 15 minutes here to talk about the story of Famous. We've talked about this in a few episodes. Last season, we were lost puppies. We didn't know what to do. So we tried a bunch of jams. We talked yep. to a bunch of people. And, you know, kind of led us to uh, the new beginnings of this season where we want, uh, you know, where we're going to spend our time and our creative energy this upcoming year which uh, I think has been made fairly clear that the band is the primary, primary, uh, what's what's the word, you know? Primary jam. Like, <laughs> primary jam, primary center of attention, you know? So what I did this break is I laid out, I laid out a lot of stuff. Um, what, what basically formulated this jam. And again, we talked about in the last couple episodes, the interviews that helped us along the way, where we got our ideas, how we formulated the idea. And we spent the year last year laying the foundation. And the story of season two, what this these chats are about, are chronicling our path to becoming super famous rock stars. And um, so I laid out how the, the technicals of how we came about this. If you're figuring out you know, your jams, the key was to kind of break it down. And, and I'm not going to give an exact formula. I've heard people that say, start from where you want to go and work it backwards. Start from what you're good at and work it forwards. I have no fucking idea how, which way we came at it. But in hindsight, I can break it down properly. So basically, in year one, I looked at what 
I enjoy. And when I say I, I just, I did it for myself and I know that Robbie will echo a lot of these things as well, but I'll just, I'll, I'll say it for me. Yeah. We, we have a lot of crossover in like similar passions mm-hmm. and, you know, paths we want to take. So, I mean, so a lot of these will also uh, be, you know, and you can touch on that to as, as we go through it here. And, but- and I think, should we talk about the, the, uh, the Gary V thing? We quickly? will. We'll get, no, okay, cause we'll this, get this is a build up to it. Okay, so, cool. Basically, I looked at what I enjoy. I looked at the things I enjoy, and I I know I like entertaining, and I know Robbie mm-hmm. does too. And that entertaining is the most enjoyment we get when we're playing our rock shows live, and people are fired up. When uh, when I act, I love it. Like the feeling of of acting and being like the 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 star. Like f- like Robbie, you love that at the music video. Um, showing off, like doing stuff that's impressive, doing stuff that's impressive. Like anytime I hop on a jet ski or a dirt bike or in a car, my favorite thing is to like do something cool or on the snowboard, a jump or when you're on the wakeboard or a flip off. Like, it's just like entertaining and being that like that thrill of of doing something that pushes the limits that other people aren't doing. And, and what I realized is that uh, a passion of mine is also creating the things that entertain, like making as much as making a song is difficult and I don't always like doing it, the making a song is one thing, but when you finish the project and you show it to people and they enjoy it, that's entertaining. That's mm-hmm. like feeling that, that, that feeling all over again. Same with videos, same with the podcast, same with when we take pictures. So we, we realized that that was one big thing. And then I also realized that business entrepreneurship is a passion of mine. I love being able to make money and, and be my own boss. So grouping all those things I'm good at, we did all those jams last year. Like we, I did. We did acting as in a commercial. We played a bunch of shows. We acted in our own music video. We acted in the wrist and Rye videos. We took pictures. We did real estate photography, our own Instagram. We made a bunch of music. Um, we made a bunch of podcasts and it, we were creating. And we realized with the Joey episode about identity, you know, the feedback we were getting, we realized that that music was the one part of our identity that the people around us responded to most. The most excitement, the most give us more of that, the most um, I want to collaborate and work with you. And the podcast was was right up there. And then a close second was the jewelry, the videos, and the pictures. So, okay, like that helped us. That definitely helped us with the music path, the, the fact that it was, it was the one that seemed to be the best for us. And then I looked at what I wanted from life and I, I, and I, I tried to picture the life I wanted in the future. And I know that it involves good relationships, family, friends, your, your significant other. And, you know, seeing that at the new year's party was definitely, you know, when we're, when we're hanging around those types, that's like, a good example of keeping a good group of people together. And I want that for myself. Um, I know I want my career to be creative, project-based, you know, something where you're creating items that you get to release and and have that excitement about finishing something. Uh, I want financial freedom. Who fucking doesn't? Yeah. But right. I, want, I want time and location <laughs> flexibility as well. And what Robbie and I realized last year when we looked at what we wanted, why can't we fucking have that? Why not? Why not? And the stuff that we're doing eventually leads to that. So, which is what what helped us make that decision. Yeah. Why not work harder at that? So we saw to get there. We saw this fame, this famousness. When I say famousness, people think it's vain, but it's really just fame is the sign of success for someone in the creative world. 
the same way someone in the business world would say a sale or I want to be CEO or like a sell my company or like, yeah. so it's not the vain aspects of fame. I'm sure we can enjoy some of those. There's no, no doubt. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, I think that's a good way to put it. It's like when you're saying that it's, it's you Just saying, saying success, that, you, that you want to be successful. Yes. And, yeah. Um, and fame also, we've talked about it. It has some elements that soothe our personality that, you know, we want to, we want to have a large group of friends. We want to be a part of the party. And that's, that's when we talk about fame so this is how we came full circle to okay we're good at music we like it it gives us the things we want and you know as Gary V said you know once you're good at something you like tunnel vision and we'll get to your whole theory on it uh, in one second basically building that tunnel mm -hmm. so I had the realization over the break that we have all these jams going on we have wrist and rye the jewelry we have bartending we have the real estate photography company. We have the podcast. And, you know, a, a lot of people believe, you know, give up on everything. And tunnel vision means you just do music. And I started thinking and I said, not at all. I was like, what I'm going to do in 2019 is shape all these jams into a funnel that feeds towards our main goal. As I said last year, I'm now no longer the jewelry guy that plays music. I'm the rock star that has a jewelry company. I'm the rock star that has a podcast. It's about reshaping your identity. And with Wrist and Rye, what that meant for me is no longer spending the long hours to become Mr. Jewelry. It's looking for people that can take over those parts. So there's a guy that wants to help us to be the, the guy driving the sales for Wrist and Rye. There's a, there's a girl I'm working with and hopefully we'll have her on the podcast, won't, won't say a name yet, um, that she wants to make a female line for jewelry and she's got the creative energy and the following and, and all that. And what I can be for these companies is the business guy because that's something I'm good at. I can fulfill the orders. I can do all the logistics. I can do the, the, the branding help that I need to do when it comes to a few pictures and making new products. But shifting those talents to someone else so I have more time for music and then taking the money that comes back in, funnel it down the tunnel. Yeah, that's the kind of tunnel vision that he's talking about. It's unrealistic, you know, when uh, when he says, if you want to be good at something, tunnel vision. And then you go out and say to yourself, okay, I'm going to, you know, for the next every day, for however long, I'm going to become the best at whatever it is that I want to be at by like spending all my hours doing that it's you know it's 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 unrealistic because you gotta you gotta have balance you gotta provide um for, for you gotta take care of yourself you gotta provide income you have to you have other you have other duties and 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 f f like uh, fulfillments that you have to take care of so tunnel vision and i which i said to trav earlier it, um he laid it out in a good way that you know he's focusing his energy uh you know all of his cre you know to build that tunnel to build that tunnel where everything else um like his free time and uh all of his other creative energy he can focus more on um more on the music and the stuff that's important to him which i think is a good way that Yo. he laid instead of tunnel vision it's like funnel vision so right now we have a wide funnel at the top yeah and everything that we do in 2019 is now focusing all of those things down into this funnel so that they can tighten the people that you see that are doing music all day long every day or athletes that all they all they do is train for hockey like nhl players or skateboarders that all they do is yeah 
what they've done is they've reached a point in their funnel where there's now money and resources and stuff around them. So they them. can spend all that energy right. there. So we have to build that tunnel, that funnel. I mean, it goes And it goes back to you know what we've always said, balance. You know, you don't have to cut off everything. I mean, there's obviously extremes to it. It's like, you know, and because like Gary like always talks about how, um, you know, too many side plates going on and mm. you know it's and people are doing too much and it sort of bogs them down which which also makes sense it's true if you're not focused to bring all those in line if you're yeah. just doing willy-nilly which we were last year we're doing willy kneelanders we're basically <laughs> we had all these jams that were just fucking going in every which way we're, we're now going to focus them so even our real estate company you know, we realize that pictures aren't our strongest thing. We're good at it, but what the idea with that company is, hopefully, we have photographers make some money. Photographers that are good yeah. at photography doing the the pictures for us. We can organize the gigs really easily with our connections. But also a little bit of business, a little bit of business on the side too. Funnel that money from. We don't have to spend the time if we have you know a bunch of photographers doing what they're good at making the pictures and and we funnel that money in that time shaping the funnel as the gas that pays for our free time and our music production because this is all expensive music doesn't pay that well right so this is how we fund it so it's about shaping all these jams we have going on you know the money we make acting the money we make doing anything selling jewelry bartending funneling towards this one point so the title of this episode is gonna be fucking funnel vision baby i like that funnel vision that's, funnel vision that's a better way to put it yeah fuck tunnel vision we just coined a new phrase and if you hear <laughs> funnel vision again it came right from this fucking couch let's go we're, like we're so creative yep. um not to toot our own horns um toot toot but uh <laughs> so so that was that's like the idea of this episode that's where we wanted to get to is describing this funnel vision and that's our path for 2019 so we'll talk we'll briefly touch on before we wrap this episode up how how uh our music career focus is going to pan out because that's really what it's all about we want to get famous so what Robbie and I are doing is right now this weekend we're looking at a place to move out Moving out is a bit of a comfort zone pusher. It's a financial strain. Mm -hmm. But what it means is that you, me, and Chris, one of our podcast guests, are going to live in a house downtown. And it'll be a creative incubator. Basically a creative incubator. We're, we're, you're the sum of the people you surround yourself with. And if you're with people that bring you up... To, no, that's from someone else. <laughs> that's from someone else. I didn't create I that. Know. I, th I think that's uh, Frank... Frank George always used to say that. Frank George, and I'm sure you got it from somewhere. That's an age-old saying. But basically, Robbie, Kristen, and I, we all want to be personalities, creative personalities. She makes videos and, and websites and stuff about uh, making the planet a better place and, and being environmentally friendly and veganism and all that stuff. And she knows that in order to be successful in that field, she needs to get exposure. So she also does content and videos and pictures. She wants that. Yeah. We need all the... But she needs help doing that too. I think mm -hmm. we all can bounce off each other with our creative energies and... And you, it'll be useful being together. Be more centralized because we'll we do be, these podcasts. Imagine living yeah. together. We just we just go into we, one room. We finish a podcast. Yeah. Hey, let's shoot a video. The three of us go out, make a video. We got the music. Everything will stuff. be easier. It's all in house. We can we can just create. What, instead of you sending me a, a lick every now and then that I make vocals over, it's like I pop in your room. Like it's gonna it's gonna help centralize our efforts. So that's step one. Uh, funnel visioning our living. Um, 
we're meeting with a record label producer today. We're actually about to head to Kitchener. Um, an example of putting your dreams out into the world and the world helping you out, the universe giving back. When you have a focused identity, people are able to help you out more. We've talked about this in episodes. So somebody I was doing jewelry business with, uh, an amazing lady, uh, she's asked me like what I was doing in my life. And I said, hey, like it's now music. The jewelry is what helps pay for it and, and all that stuff. But I got all this going on and she goes, my dad's a record label producer. She's like, I will set you up a meeting with him at a studio. Yeah. And and this is what happens when when you have a focused identity, people know how to help you. And that's that's the whole reason why we have people helping us make a music video. That's a, that's a bit make of a, a comfort, comfort zone pusher too, is yeah. is is throwing your dreams out there, being comfortable with, you know, telling telling people what you actually want and that concept of like th- of uh of of putting it out there and who who's calling? Oh, Kara Davidson. Should we put her on? Put her on. Okay. Here we go. Kara, what's up? Not much, you? We're just, uh, we're recording a podcast right Congratulations. now. Congratulations. You're live. Oh, Woo! <laughs> we were just talking about I your know, engagement and uh, we were just finishing up an episode and you are live right now. How excited are you about this engagement? <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited. I like, I it's still like, it's still so surreal. I'm like, I can't even believe that actually happened. Like I'm waking yeah, up. Yeah, it only t- it only I'm took like, him nine years. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, finally! This is so I know, huge. It's so exciting. We're yeah. so excited. Awesome. My fam- yeah. my family's so pumped up. Yeah, um, Judy Aww. sends her congratulations. It was, it was the best New <laughs> oh, Year's awesome. news I got. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, well, sorry, I don't want to interrupt. I'll let you guys go. I yeah, what the really what the fuck? Any uh, any last uh, any last words of advice for our listeners? right now you're live you're live yeah um i think my only advice is when you know you know and it's worth the wait oh that's good that's care. good <laughs> thank you care davidson and uh we'll chat later <laughs> okay okay love you bye okay, love you bye love you too yes um okay sorry you, you you were just saying i forget what we were saying we were talking about the the comfort zone pushing of putting your stuff out in the universe oh yeah and then that's that's something you don't i, I don't think you fully grasp or understand until it actually happens mm-hmm. to you right and because, joey helped us with that yeah that's what it was and and uh shout out to joey he got some t-shirts to g easy recently oh, i saw that that was cool so cool and he got his shirts on j cole um Joey's Joey's been doing well. Another yeah. plug, Mr. Saturday. Yeah. Cool, very cool clothing. Very cool clothing because Check it out. he has a cool identity and he captures it in his clothing and people want to support it and be a part of it. He's a perfect example of if somebody's focused at. Same with his uh his, his girlfriend Allegra Shaw on YouTube. Check her out. She's she is famous. So, uh anyone who's famous is a okay in my books. Um so what we have to do as Robbie said, is push our comfort zone, put it out there. And that's how we've got the people that are working on a music video, the people that are helping us finish our EP. Two friends are working with us because we went to them and we said, we have this vision, we have this dream. You know, do you want to be a part of it? And they said, yes. And um, so a close buddy of ours, Scott Goodwin, who, who was on an episode talking about music, is producing our song for us, our single for the music video. Another friend of ours, Elliot, who is like an amazingly talented um, 
producer in his own right, making electronic music. He's got a full-time job, but he he has this talent. We went to him, we're like, can you help us add some instruments and rework the song? And he hopped on board. And uh, so it's like, it's such a collaborative effort and it comes from having the identity. So our plans for the near future, finish the single for the music video, finish the music video, we'll add two more songs maybe three to the ep to launch yeah. with the music video i'm th i'm thinking well whoa, whoa, we got uh we got like nine or ten okay yeah around there of we got that many original songs or you know sort of stuff in the works and i'm thinking we'll aim yeah. for like four or five songs for uh, the, money for the wise and time wise the ep is probably going to be I'm going to say probably t three songs, but it doesn't mean we can't release the other songs. They just might not be professionally, they yeah. might not be the professionally done songs of the EP. Or you might see them later on down the line. You might just see them like later on in the summer. We'll sprinkle them through. Yeah. Um, but at least for the spring launch, to, to do three songs professionally is going to take money, time, effort. It's taken months to finish this song. Um, so once we launch this EP in the spring, that's when we launch our... Uh, social medias, our our Facebook, Instagram. We'll have a portfolio, and we're just basically gonna sell our souls. We'll go to anyone who wants to listen, any uh, record label, any uh, live performance companies, and just fucking sell ourselves, Jimmy Irvine style. And Jimmy Iovine. Jimmy Jimmy Iovine. <laughs> um, Mark Stanuge, and then. Uh, and then basically all summer, we're hopefully going to open up for big acts, maybe maybe get signed or some interest from somebody off our EP, but that's that's a bit of a hard thing to do, but you never know. Maybe after we have the uh, open up for some big acts, you know, get recognized. But 2019 is going to be the big year and we'll record it here. We'll talk to some other people. We'll do some fun stuff and we'll just have fun with these creative projects because we don't make any money off, off uh, too many jams. This is purely accountability. It's purely for the people who reach out to us and enjoy it. And it's a way to capture all this stuff because eventually we can help the people around us achieve whatever it is they want to do. And it's become for our enjoyment now too. Right? Yeah, I enjoy this. We're sitting here, we're yeah. shooting the shit. Um, so let's wrap this up. Let's hit the road. Let's meet this guy. And we'll see you next Tuesday. We'll see you next Tuesday. Adios.